my biggest fear is losing those closest to me and not being brave enough to fulfill my greatest purpose. I have so much experience with anxiety, with fear, with imposter syndrome. And my biggest fear is that I won't be strong enough or capable enough to actually move past them and do what I'm meant to do because I also feel that pressure of caring what other people think. It's definitely something I'm ashamed to admit that I struggle with or have experienced, but I'm working through it. And I know that eventually I'll be able to be my fullest and brightest self. Many people want to navigate life with peace and joy, but struggle to connect to their intuition. They find themselves overwhelmed, burned out, and frustrated. My name is Francesca Phillips, and I'm obsessed with spirituality and psychology and how the two can intersect to help you live a successful and intuitive life. I believe each of us can accomplish amazing things through balance and healthy habits instead of burnout. Consider this your go-to resource for where spiritual wellness and mindful productivity meets practical wisdom. If you're craving positivity and want to know how to find the answers within, instead of searching endlessly without, then you're in the right place. Get ready to feel supported and inspired. This is The Good Space Podcast. You're listening to The Good Space Podcast, episode number 19, Things I'm Afraid to Tell You. Before we dive in, I want to give my warm appreciation to our reviewer of the week, Kara Caldwell, and she says, I love Francesca's unique approach to spirituality with a healthy dose of science-based theory. It's a refreshing combination, and I'm enjoying it so much. Definitely would recommend to anyone. Thank you so much, Kara, for your kind words. If you want to be highlighted in an upcoming episode and help further the mission of The Good Space, make sure to subscribe and give us a review on Apple Podcasts so I can then highlight your review in an upcoming episode. It only takes a minute. You can pause the episode and come right back. Make sure to screenshot this episode on your phone and tag us on your Instagram story at findyourgoodspace, hashtag the good space to let me know that you're joining in today as you know that I love to share those screenshots on our stories too. All right, let's begin. If you're afraid to unearth something within you or have a creative longing you're wanting to get out but don't know how, then I invite you to join my writing group. It's a sacred space for you to work on your creative expression and get positive, constructive feedback from others in a group. I'll lead each meeting with a spiritual thought and provide writing prompts throughout each session. How you choose to respond to those prompts is up to you. Then you share what you wrote with the group who then points out what they loved or found thought-provoking about what you wrote. You don't have to be a professional writer to join. Depending on what you need, this group can be a therapeutic process. Or if you have a creative work that you're trying to finish, this group is perfect for letting your voice come out, however that looks like. There is one catch, though. Everyone in the group must abide by this one rule. Anything someone shares is treated as fiction. That way, you and others can feel safe sharing without worrying about judgment. So if you need to release a situation that's happened to you or trauma from your past, no one will ask you any questions and no one will wonder if it's real. It is absolutely fiction and it will be treated as such. This group is meant to help you feel seen and heard in a safe way, to find your voice, to give you the space to test out ideas, to grow as a human and creative. If your soul resonates with this message even a little, please click the link in the show notes and sign up now. Things I'm Afraid to Tell You is a post and episode I've been wanting to do for years. Jess Lively released her own a while ago, and I never felt ready to do it until now. Call it COVID, call it whatever you want. 
This year, while unexpected and sometimes scary, has made me bolder. It's tested my resilience and gave me a few good, heavy cries along the way. I've faced myself a lot this year. I mean, who hasn't, right? This has been a year of global awakening, with each of us having to face huge question marks about how we view life, ourselves, and others. Like an earthquake where the Earth's plates are moving and shaking everything in its radius, the collective consciousness has shifted and we're feeling the effects. So I wanted to share things I'm afraid to tell you. This isn't to get sympathy, but for me to air out my own fears and insecurities with the hopes I can conquer them and continue to move on. I've heard Dr. Benjamin Hardy say many times that you're only as sick as your secrets. Lately, I've been on a big self-acceptance journey and feel this is the natural next step for me. I'm working to change the stories that have blocked me. This is my way of showing myself that by putting these fears and shameful feelings out there, I no longer need to feel afraid. I can still be loved and worthy even when I feel these things. Okay, so I'm going to imperfectly share my things I'm afraid to tell you. The first one is that perfectionism runs deeper in me than I care to admit. It shows up when I'm paralyzed with fear after deciding to start a new creative project. My mind wants to overplan and get certifications or courses to feel safe because what I create needs to be right now, not later. Because I can't possibly trust my inner wisdom to know more than experts out there, perfectionism shows up when I try to force things, whether that's forcing my day to go as planned or forcing a manifestation. It's that underlying sense of needing to control. I even recognize when it popped up as a child. When I was in grade school, I put together a Spice Girls concert with my friends, and we performed at a local Wild Western shopping center in the gazebo. Oh my gosh, can I be any more Arizona Southwestern right now? I was so, so serious about the dance moves and making sure we were right on beat. It's insane how serious I took it. And I can laugh looking back, but that was perfectionism. I've always gone all the way or no way, apparently. I've made some big improvements since then, but I still catch perfectionism showing up in sneakier and sneakier ways. The second thing I'm afraid to tell you is lately, I've felt way too stretched thin and sometimes fantasize leaving everything behind and running away, which makes me feel like a fraud because the good space is all about creating that space in your life so you can thrive. I'm learning right along with you. But rather than run from emotions, I've decided to allow these feelings to serve as a helpful signal that change is needed. Some of the changes I'm committing to making is limiting the amount of copywriting clients I take on at a time and to focus on one project at a time in the good space. I've also been purposely scheduling in more breaks and time off. They all feel scary, but I know that it needs to happen. One of my greatest desires is to balance my way to fulfilling my dreams instead of burning out. I'm stumbling so hard right now, but the baby steps of change give me hope. The third thing is I see so many amazing things in my friends and people I meet, but I'm so slow to see them in myself. I often feel unworthy or not capable, and that fear sometimes paralyzes me to the point it feels like I'm resisting everything I do. I also tend to put people on a pedestal and downgrade my own abilities, like they have more figured out and going for them than I do. The fourth thing is that anxiety is a big obstacle of mine, or rather my biggest learning experience as I would call it now. It's gotten better over the years, but it's still crippling sometimes. It looks like chewing the inside of my cheeks or waking up in the middle of the night panicked. That's usually when I know I'm either doing way too much at once or need to spend more time aligning with God. 
When I'm totally aligned with him, I worry less. As a kid, I would completely shut down at school when something was overwhelming. I would cave inside myself and turn blank. I've learned how to process emotions better, but it still pops up every now and then. The fifth thing I'm afraid to tell you is that I worry about going too woo-woo on the good space because my worst fear is sharing something that turns out to be unfounded, harmful, or trendy and ruining your trust in me. I believe spirituality is simple and that some of the weird, ultra-trendy ideologies or practices only serve to distract us from really seeing ourselves. But I also want to stay open, so I feel conflicted at times, but I'm learning to trust my inner wisdom through it all. The sixth thing is I've stopped myself from starting new projects for fear that I'll be labeled as not credentialed enough or not enough in general. I've had to work through the block that I have to qualify my worthiness to do something. Major imposter syndrome and seeing power as external, which is something we talked about in a previous episode. The seventh thing is sometimes I fear that what I have to say doesn't matter that I'm creating things that help no one and it's just a big black hole I'm sending content into. I wonder if I'm really adding value. The eighth thing that I'm afraid to tell you is my biggest fear is losing those closest to me and not being brave enough to fulfill my greatest purpose. I have so much experience with anxiety, with fear, with imposter syndrome, and my biggest fear is that I won't be strong enough or capable enough to actually move past them and do what I'm meant to do because I also feel that pressure of caring what other people think, of sometimes being sensitive to other people's reactions and emotions and their eggshells in their life and tiptoeing and and making myself smaller so that I don't make other people uncomfortable. And so that is something I have to work through is feeling like I am enough and who I am is wonderful and great. And if other people can't handle that, that it's not my fault, that it's their fault. I think for so many years, I I used to think that it was my fault when someone would react a certain way or would tell me to not do something or would feel threatened or intimidated or any of those things. And so it's definitely something I'm ashamed to admit that I struggle with or have experienced, but I'm working through it. And I know that eventually I'll be able to be my fullest and brightest self. The ninth thing is I'm a true empath and cry to release built-up stress or emotion. I cry so much. I've cried during a credit card commercial that showed a little girl with her dad then growing up to get married. I cried at the beginning of Transylvania 3, which is a super silly cartoon. Even my husband was like, wow, you're crying at this movie? And it was so hilarious. But the thing I'm most embarrassed about is when I cried at work once as a teller at a bank in Los Angeles during my early 20s. My supervisor brought me to her desk to tell me she was disappointed in me not hitting my sales numbers. So I cried. Literally could not hold back the tears. I remember that feeling so specifically. And her response, I'm not here to be your babysitter and you need to pull it together. So embarrassing. So since learning how to process my energy and emotions better, it hasn't happened to that level, but I still am self-conscious when I cry. The 10th thing I'm afraid to tell you is I was never the type of woman who dreamed of her wedding or having kids. There was a point I questioned whether I wanted them. But lately, I have been a bit jealous of friends who seem so natural and effortless as parents, warm and loving. The idea of being responsible for the growth of a young spirit on their physical journey 
is something that sounds wonderful now. And I'm embracing that aspect of evolution just for my own spirit. And, you know, of course, it's really exciting now, but knowing I have those perfectionism ideas of like, I have to be prepared or all these other things. So it's just another opportunity for me to evolve higher and to help another soul evolve higher. And so that has been something that has changed for me, but also terrifies me. Okay, I'm going to throw in an impromptu number 11 because as I'm saying these fears, I realized how scared I am of vulnerability. That's something I'm also working on is being okay with being open and who I am and all aspects of myself. And I just realized everything I said is a sign of being scared of vulnerability. So there you go. That's another thing. I'm scared of being vulnerable. So the 12th thing that I am afraid to tell you is when I'm feeling insecure about the work I'm creating, Sometimes I check MailChimp first thing in the morning to see how many people have opened that week's email. For a while, I attached my worth as a writer to how many subscribers or views I got, thinking that I must suck if there's a ton of unsubscribes. Now I know unsubscribes are a good thing because it means it leaves room open for those who are meant to be in the good space community. But even then, I have to catch myself sometimes. The 13th thing is this year I took the terrifying jump of hiring two people very part-time and working with a coach. It felt liberating to finally take a risk and stop hovering around the same gray area I have for years. I knew I needed support to get to the next level. My ego fought tooth and nail, yet my soul made it very, very clear that those decisions were super aligned. And that's really the only reason why I did it. But guess what? I'm still still terrified even though I know it's right. I worry I won't be able to make enough to pay them, that I'll go into debt or fail. So far that hasn't happened thankfully, but it's a very real fear of mine. So the 14th thing I'm afraid to tell you in the last one, um, okay, let me figure out how to say that better. So the final thing I'm afraid to tell you, number 14, is I have felt inspired for the last two years to write a book to support people who converted into my church. I converted myself 12 years ago and know what that transition feels like. I've seen others who made the same choice struggle to feel like they belong or how to navigate this new lifestyle and identity. The Spirit has confirmed to me numerous times in bright neon letters with loud sirens to write this book. I've compiled research and surveys and started a good chunk of the writing, but these days I've been avoiding it. Resistance has influenced me more than I care to admit. My hope is by sharing this, I'll feel the push to start again because I know it's something I'm called to be doing and I'm distracting myself with other things. Doesn't mean I have to stop other things, but I need to make it a priority again. Now it's time for an affirmation. I choose to embrace the real me and deserve everything I desire exactly as I am. I hope after listening to this episode that you feel ready to release things. And if you find that you're afraid to unearth something within or you have a creative longing but don't know how to let it out, then I invite you to join my writing group. It's a sacred space for you to work on your creative expression and get positive, constructive feedback from others in the group. I'll lead each meeting with the spiritual thought and provide writing prompts throughout each session. How you choose to respond to those prompts is up to you. Then you share what you wrote with the group who then points out what they loved or found thought-provoking about what you wrote. 
you don't have to be a professional writer to join. Whether you're working on a fiction novel or need to release some stress, this group is perfect for letting your voice come out. This group is meant to help you feel seen and heard, to find your voice, to give you the space to test out ideas, to grow as a human and creative. If your soul resonates with this message even a little, please click the link in the show notes and sign up now. See you soon.